Great to be along with you uh, this morning. The program is Moments of Assurance Weekend, quarter hour of inspiration and scripture on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Privileged to be with you. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. The program is graciously underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters, and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. Reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Well, today, some thoughts about the parable of the prodigal son. Jesus tells the parable this way. There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that's coming to me. And so the father divided his property between them. Now both sons are on equal footing. They both have their inheritance. And here's what happens. The Bible says not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a faraway country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to the one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate. And no one gave him anything. So here's a guy who spent all he had. No investment, no thoughtful stewardship. He was enamored with the cash. And the scripture says, but when he came to himself, yeah, when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish with hunger. And so he's realizing that he's made a dreadful mistake. When the text says he came to himself, that implies repentance. He's sorry for what he's done. He's sorry that he's wasted the precious funds that his father has given to him in reckless living. And so he says to himself, I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And so he bargains with his father for help, hoping that that willingness to bargain will gain entrance into his father's favor once again, even if he must be one of his father's servants. And the scripture states, he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion. Indeed, the father did not even need to wait until the son got there. So the father ran and embraced and kissed his son. And the word compassion here represents gracious love that's way beyond the human norm, way beyond the human norm. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But now look what happens. What does the father do? The father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let us eat 
and celebrate, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And the Bible says they began to celebrate. He got the best robe and ring treatment. He, of course, was expecting to be treated like a servant. Now, here's what happened with the older son. The text says his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music, he heard dancing, and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Well, he's probably saying to himself, why am I not included as a part of the celebration? I mean, well, put yourself in the position of the older son. The text says that he was angry and therefore refused to go into the house. And this disturbed the father who came out and entreated his older son. But the son answered his father with these words, Look, these many years I have served you, and I, I've never disobeyed your command, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. So, okay, I can see his point of view. Where's the celebration for me? I haven't squandered my inheritance with any loose or wild living. I've been here all along. Where's my party? How come my brother gets what I deserve? And the father said to the older son, Son, you're always with me. All that is mine is yours. But it was fitting to celebrate and be glad for this. Your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Yes, it was fitting to celebrate the coming back of the younger son to his senses. You'll recall these words of the Lord Jesus. He once said, there's more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Yeah, the 99 are already righteous by faith. But I tell you, when one strays, and comes back, it is fitting to pull out all the stops. For he was lost and now is found. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. I'll be back after these messages of interest. Keep it here. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. Blessings in Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson talking during this quarter hour about the parable of the prodigal son and the difference between the younger son and the older son. Quite a stark difference. Uh, this is an all-stops-out 
situation with the uh, younger brother who came back. Uh, time for celebration and uh, Thanksgiving. But the older brother, he, he desired all the stops to be in. So what are you going to do? Father wants them all out. Older son wants them all in. The stops, that is. The praise stops. Kill the fattened calf. Let us make merry, the father said. For it is fitting. Fitting. Had the younger son not come back, had he not repented, it would not have been fitting. The problem is sometimes you and I are a bit like the older brother. Jealous when others who have not done all we have done in the church get praise and adoration. Bothered when a person who has strayed away from the congregation comes back and is lavished with friendship and happy times. Annoyed, bothered, jealous, you name it. These and other emotions do often characterize how you and I feel when someone who is not considered a member of the church's upper echelon or elite receives the award, whatever that award might happen to be. So here's the problem. When you and I get our focus off of Jesus Christ, off of what he has accomplished on Calvary and through the empty tomb, away from the truth that there's no other reason to live except for Christ, that we might have eternal life. That's why he came. Eternal life is a free gift, not earned, not deserved, just given. Given for the younger and older sons, given for the father, given for you, given for me and all believers. When you look at Christ and keep him in your focus, things change. You get a mindset that's off of you. And you're even thrilled when a sinner returns to the Lord. You're thrilled. Literally. Because he who was lost is now found. So the thrill in Luke 15, the parable of the prodigal son, lies in that word found. The first son had squandered his inheritance in loose and wild living. Who knows what that all entailed? He had perhaps even committed the most grievous of sins. But he came to his senses, repented of his sins, received the Father's most generous welcome mat possible. And so with you today as well. You may have committed what you considered to be the most horrible sin possible. And so you wonder to yourself how an all-holy God can possibly accept me on Judgment Day. Take King David in the Old Testament. He was guilty of the very grievous sins of murder and adultery with Bathsheba. And so David, to co cover up his adulterous episode with her, had her husband Uriah put in the very front lines of battle to cover up his sin. Uriah was killed. And so da David was guilty of a double sin, the double sin of murder and adultery. He wrote Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Against you only I have sinned. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Uphold me with a willing spirit. So David was upheld. 
The prophet Nathan had come to him and told David that the Lord had put away his sins, grievous though they were. The Lord also has put away your sins today, all of them. The scriptures tell you and me the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. He sees you coming from a distance. He doesn't even wait until you get there. He comes out to you through his word and through his sacraments and forgives you and welcomes you back. God says through the prophet Isaiah, Come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money, without price. Yeah, the Lord welcomes you back without price. He already paid it. So bring out the fattened calf and celebrate. Jesus once said, him who comes to me, I will in no wise cast out. Indeed, through the faith the Lord himself gifts you with today, you will not be cast out. Because in Jesus Christ, you're already cast in for eternity. How about that? You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Appreciate you being along for the broadcast today. You can always reach me, mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Have a wonderful week ahead. Be sure to join me for the regular Moments of Assurance over the noontime hour, Central Daylight Time. Don't forget to turn your clocks back. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.